0: and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now. And if you're a business owner, so are your customers.
1: TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest-growing TV brand. Hockey! Yeah. Yeah.
0: My favorite. It's Judd's Hockey Show. Judd's Hockey Show. That's what this is. It's Zolgad. It's Declan Goff. It is a one-timer. Declan. Another one-timer for the week. Which means this is going to be, if you want a brief synopsis of what's going on with the Wild, you will get it here, and then we will be done as quickly as we start. Let's start with this one. 6-5 to five last night. Wild beat the Oilers as we tape this, obviously, or record this on Friday. Thursday night, they win again at home. The Wild is a juggernaut at home. Can we start with the kids and how well the kids are playing? And this is, look, I've been saying this. I want to see the kids, right? Yep, you've been saying I'm it. getting to see the kids. Yep. The Echoline last night going against Connor McDavid and some of the top guys who are, and the Oilers defensively remain to meep poor yeah mike smith and goal is awful, awful. Yep. but that doesn't take away from the fact that the kids going against uh the mcdavid line really solid now connor had a goal and an assist but he's connor mcdavid
1: yeah he's mcjesus
0: like the susie Brodeen defensive pairing, carson susie where the hell did he yeah, come well, from i i so let, not let's see let's this have, coming just go with the kids talk about the kids it's, hey.
1: a, it's really really impressive yeah starting with susie i mean i it's like overnight this kid just all of a sudden found a game that no one ever saw coming. I watched him at UMD when I was at St. Cloud towards the end of my um, collegiate tenure there, and I, I mean, he was a nice player, um, but I never envisioned him being a in the lineup as much he, uh, as he's been this season, but the offensive start that he's had, playing with Jonas Brodeen, who I think is having one of his Typical Jonas Brodeen, very sound seasons. He's not going to do anything flashy. He could be better offensively, but he's not. But if but if he's got Susie on his other side, who all of a sudden just has these handles and and puck possession moves that I mean they're they're extraordinary to me. And and he's been phenomenal. And with the ec- at the uh, Jack line, Geek line, whatever the hell you want to call it, I, I think that they, Geek line. Go with they, Geek line. they have been with without a doubt Minnesota's most consistent line for the better part of a month here. And good for Bruce Boudreaux to not break them up, even when he had a right to do it when injuries forced players into lineups, into the role that maybe they're uncomfortable with. He kept that line together. That was the right move. I've been very impressed. Very impressed. Okay, so
0: six goals in a total of 17 points last night by wild players. I'll go through the score sheet. Donato, a sniper goal. Oh, beautiful goal. Great goal, right? Yep, we'll get into it. Eck, an assist. Jordan Greenway, a goal, an assist. And a fight the Gordie against Howe. Darnell Nurse. He got a Gordie Howe hat trick. Luke Cunnan, same thing. No fight, but goal and an assist. Love it. Susie, two assists. A plus four, by the way. Uh, yeah, so this has just been... And, and you know what? And, and I don't know if this is all Bruce or this is Bruce and Bill Guerin. But you look at this at the situations that the eckline has been used in or that kids are playing. Or it seems like Donato now, that, that he has to play, that Koivu's out. At center, I'm not a big fan, but he's playing really well. Playing well. And you know what, too? The loss here of Koivu and Spurgeon, and I love Spurgeon. A great player. But the loss of those guys almost benefits this team because you do get to see more and more. You've got to play the kids. And I'm beginning to think if you get Kaprasov here next year, and I still want a, a top Uh, you still would love to have a top center, number one, no question. So I'm not saying things are perfect. I'm not trying to say, oh, it's a Stanley Cup team. But I do think that you are now at at a point where, realistically, we can have a conversation about what the turnaround is going to be because, Declan, the pieces, as Brett says, pieces are in place. Yeah. Yeah.
1: They're Some of these are right here. They are. They they are. Let's just say Kaprizov is a lock to come over. Again, I need to see the pen to paper. I need to see him over here, stateside, to believe that. But he supposedly wants to, he, he and he's no longer to. this big unknown. So we're going to play the hypothetical game that he's here. Fair. So Kaprizov comes over. There's your there's your superstar. There's your sniper. Huh. Well, now all of a sudden, you're you're a true number one center away. I think from being right back into the conversation of an elite NHL team. And Capo Kakinen, I didn't think, had his strongest game last night, but that's fine. I like that Bruce Boudreaux put him back out there on back-to-back days, and he said we didn't give him the rest he normally gets. But eventually, if you're going to be a number one goalie, that's 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 the game, man. That's that's playing hockey. So I think they are legitimately a number one center away, and they're hard to find. They don't grow on trees. They, they don't come out very often. It's like finding a quarterback in free agency. It doesn't happen very often. But they are closer, I think, to turning this around than we all thought they were. I don't think it's a three-year plan. I think if, I they can, if they can find you're
0: competitive pretty quickly. Again.
1: A number one center this summer. I won't yep. call it the trade deadline, but this summer. Yep. My entire narrative and and viewpoint of this team changes.
0: Okay, and and then the question that's a fair question to ask to what you just said is, if you're not going to have a top, let's say five draft pick, can you do that through a trade? Can you because you know Buffalo on O'Reilly screwed up massively. Yes, it is. St. Louis got incredible. Well, easy. Win. I almost knocked my Michael over. The visual was very cool. Um, St. Louis got incredibly fortunate and was savvy to make that trade, but the Buffalo Sabres were idiots. Yes, so always are. If you're Billy Guerin, can you find that guy v- via the trade market or something like that? And I don't know. But if you were to ask me right now, okay, for 2020-21, where am I confident about this team as far as what they're, they're doing? I will say this, just to be fair here. Goaltending, I think, unknown still. I just don't yeah, know. Yeah, You know, Stalock sure. has come in and played well. Uh, you're right, and Bruce was right. Coughlin didn't have his best game last night, but that, but I'm not dismissing that there could be something there. Yeah, but I don't know. Yep, is Dubnik going to be traded? What, what you know? With obviously, we keep talking about uh, the, the the unknown situation with his wife, so we don't know there. So goaltending to me question mark. Defense though, defense, defense. I like right now, and if this is Carson Soucy, I really like it. You know, Spurgeon's here. And Jared Spurgeon's a really, really good player. Yep. The one guy that we continue to talk about, sort of the uh, the guy that you expect more from and don't get, is Dumba. But let's say he let's say he gets it back, he could be a hell of a player. Right. Uh, if Susie's playing this well, Suter is Suter, but he's sound. He's not. I I don't think that he is a liability. Yep. He's an aging player. Um, and then forward, where we really didn't know. Eck is proving himself now, which, again, is why he needed to play. You know, it was so ridiculous that we're all like, I, this Eck might not be very good. Let's send him to Iowa. But Eck, Greenway, Cunning, Donato,
1: Fiala. They're Eck. all taking massive steps forward. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Significant steps forward. we If the Wild had any shot at making the playoffs this year and making this season a competitive one, it was those young players taking steps forward. Go back five or six years ago when the Wild beat the Avalanche in, in their memorable seven game series, and you saw guys like Holland, Nita Ryder, and Coyle start to take the next the next steps forward. Sure. Um they might have not been able to take the step after that and be consistent in, in their development. But it it's very similar to that where you have young players right now who are being thrown into roles that are uncomfortable. I think that's the difference too between that team six years ago and this current team is is these young players Currently, in the Donatos of the world and and the and the Fialos of the world are getting opportunities and roles that are uncomfortable, and they're succeeding. I mean, Ryan Donato was getting eight to ten minutes a night, and he was still scoring goals. Now he's going to be out there for 14, 15 minutes a night because of injuries, but but because he he's starting to play well, and he's going to get more points. And you saw it last night. I so, love it. Absolutely, this love it. is great. This is this is phenomenal. This is the start. I don't think anyone expected the wild. I don't think we were, we were going to be having this conversation in mid December that, man, the turnaround could be a lot quicker than we thought. We thought middling playoff team, sure, which is still, I think, in the ballpark of where they are. Sure. But the development of the young kids is what's very impressive because you could have seen the veterans carry this team. You could have seen the veterans like the Zuckerels and the Prezes and the Zuckers have all the sustained success. Right now, it's a top to bottom list of death right now for the wild
0: Mm -hmm. and where we were right was play play these kids because you you're not going to know until you know and if they screw up you have to play them which because of guys like koivu Koivu, excuse me being out right now bruce has no no um no decision to make he has to play them which i love okay so score you did your uh, weekly wild column on fiala and donato correct what, what did you unearth as you look through the advanced metrics of what those two are doing?
1: Well, I, I looked at Fiala first, and he's been, you know, I, I've had him circled basically since he's came here and in, in trade for Mikhail Grandlin, and he had a horrible, you know, 19-game debut last season. Things did not go very well. He got up to a rougher start, I think, uh, this season when he had his contract dispute and, and was scratched a couple times in October. Mm-hmm. But last 19 games, he has got 15 points, six goals, nine assists. Mm-hmm. It's been very, very sound. His advanced metrics are right on cue with the season he had two years ago, and he scored 23 goals as a 21-year-old. Right now, he's on pace for 50 points and 18 goals. That season in 2017-18, he had 49 points, 23 goals. His goals four that he's creating is almost on the similar path. He looks a a lot more like the player he was two seasons ago. Will he be the game-breaker? I think that's just going to, unfortunately, be a cloud that hovers over him. During his tenure in Minnesota, I, I'm trending towards no, but that and what does, does that not even mean. What does that mean? Right? I mean, does that mean you're a superstar? Because no. if
0: you ask him to be a superstar, he's then, not. Yeah,
1: the- he's just not. He's just not. But he is playing to the level that he was last season, uh, or uh, two seasons ago. And what's very interesting uh-huh. um, is his zone starts. This is a, this is a clever one here. So in Fiala's career, he has started in the offensive zone 61 percent of the time. So when the puck is dropped and Fiala's in the ice, he has spent 60% of his time in the offensive zone. Okay. This season, he's spending 45% of his time in the offensive zone, 54 in the defensive zone. Now, that has a lot to do with playing with Miko Koivu, who's a very defensive sound player. We all know that. Yep. And with Fiala. But with Fiala's skill set, that helps the Wild get in transition easier. Yep. It allows Parise to get in front of the net. You know, it, he's actually been a very complimentary piece. And now, with Koivu out, Donato slides right in between the middle of Parise and Fiala. And you saw last night, Donato with that shot. If you have a center with that kind of shot, and you have playmakers like Fiala and, and, and a gritty forward like Parise on the side, I'm telling you, that can be a very, very good line.
0: Interesting. So, if you when you examine both of those guys, which do the— um, do the metrics speak the highest of
1: right now? Probably Fiala. Fiala, is, is just that because correct? of the, the minutes and and the more opportunity he's received. And you know, look, Donato has played very well too. For, sure. There was a there was a stretch before he allowed. He was on the ice last night for a goal allowed, but that was a that broke an eleven game stretch huh? where. He did not allow a goal on the ice for 11 games, and he created six goals. And by the way, majority of that came in a fourth-line role playing 10 minutes a night, if that, with Victor Rask and Ryan Hartman. And last night was a free-for-all, too. Yeah, it it's was. It's 11 goals. Yep. It's a weird—it
0: it was great, but it was a circa 1985— right. Oilers game.
1: But even if um, we're just looking at Donato as that fourth-line player, what is a fourth-line supposed to Be responsible, don't get scored on. That's what Bruce you know, says, that's, yes. That's what you want from anyone's fourth line. Yep. And they did that for 11 games, and now Donato's rewarded. I mean, he's got six goals, and he's, he averages 10 minutes a night. I mean, well, there's players in this team. But this goes back
0: to what I told you before, which, I, which is I firmly believe on the wild as things are constituted right now. You need to find a way to get him into at least a top three role or a top uh, nine role, if not a top six role. I want to see him more. I don't benefit from seeing veterans play. I benefit from seeing these kids play. I mean, this is all about a long play of why are you playing well right now, right? It's because of the kids. Now, if the kids – I sense that the veterans are being motivated by by the kids, which is outstanding, but it's why – when Koivu comes back, and I'm not saying that Koivu, Koivu's job is gone by any means, and I'm not saying that Donato stays at center, but it's why I want Donato to be consistently put on a line. That there's nobody there's nobody that you're going, a veteran, that you're going to demote that I'm going to be like, I can't believe you demoted him. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, no, Donato deserves this.
1: And I, I was Keep presu- it coming. I was surprised Eric Stahl played last night, but I mean, he's a tough guy. He, he doesn't miss many games. Um, but. There's gonna be a very interesting conundrum and when he comes back here in three weeks, if Donato keeps this up, you can't you can't remove Donato it from Parise and Fiala if he's playing this well. What do you do? You can't. You put him on the fourth line. That's what you're Poggle? gonna have to do. You're gonna have to scratch Rask and put him on the fourth line and give him penalty kill and give him special team time. Uh, this sounds like what I was saying to you when you argued with me yeah, that you yes, couldn't do, do I this know, thing. I thought you couldn't do that. But but it,
0: you can't if Well, I'll say where you're right. Where where I agree where I agree was my, my contention when we had this conversation a few weeks back was I wouldn't hesitate to demote Zucker because I don't just don't care, but he's playing really well. And that stall line, Zuckerello, Zucker, stall has Very played really too. well. And nobody deserves to be taken off that line. Correct. So you've, you've, we've got a conundrum here and you've got a good point. Because if Donato's still playing that, that well, do I care about Miko Koivu? whose contract runs out at the end of, of this year, and if you're responsible and you're the team, you say bye-bye and you've been fantastic, or or do you say to Donato, sorry, kid, we got to demote you again. When you're not a team that has the luxury of doing that to its kids, especially when those kids are why I think you're playing really well. Yeah. And so you, I agree with your point. I don't know they'll do it, and right. my guess is they won't do it, but I think you hit on something that is. And this is the first time... Declan and how long that you have felt like there's been a sustained period of time where there is another faction and movement of players that are sort of kicking the older players in the butt and the older players are almost responding like, "Oh, we can do this too."
1: Yes. And the good thing is the young players are stepping up and I told you I think last week or 2 weeks ago, I'm still at the point where I don't add at the deadline. I am in zero position in my Old, opinion to add at the deadline. You. Let this team roll, let it gel, let it be itself. I might subtract. Yes, you can. If, if I, I can think, get something for Stall I you can, at the deadline, I think I might you do can it. subtract and, and be better for it. If Miko wants to waive his no trade, I'm for it. I don't think it'll happen, but yeah, I'm well. for it. Agreed. Um, that that's where we're at. A last thing before we're done, just quickly:
0: hockey fights. All right, I understand that they are now sort of passe in 2019. Yeah. You don't get a lot of hockey fights, but some people say, "Well, what's the point ever?" And I'm stage fighting. Stupid. Hate it. But what Greenway did last night taking on Darnell Nurse, who is a big, tough guy, Oilers defenseman, who was looking for a fight for two periods and tried to goad Cunning and hit Cunning, and Greenway dropped the mitts and fought, that is a good hockey fight. Exactly. Good for Greenway. You're a big guy, and and he is a passive, laid-back guy, or I think he likes to be. Yeah. But if you tick him off, he gets <laughs> good. And But for those who say, well, what's the point of any hockey fight? They're all stupid. What Greenway yeah. did last night, and, th- and that was a good fight, too that is you stick up for your teammate and you de- and that definitely i think with a team like this which which has young key pieces galvanizes them completely.
1: Yeah, that's that's the time you fight. Like two nights ago against the Ducks when Ryan Hartman, when you're already down two forwards with injuries and he decides to drop the gloves and give him misconduct for a period when you're down two forwards, that's not the time you pick a fight. So, yes, that was the exact kind of position you want to be in for, as a teammate, and I love to see that from Greenway.
0: All right, that is our allotment of time, Judd's Hockey Show. This was a one-timer.
1: Pass shoot score.